All I need is one shot. Soak up out the money, we get a nice soap. All I need is one shot. You were talking about it, we are nigga nice stuff. We are nigga nice stuff. All I need is one shot. One shot. One shot. All I need is one shot. All I need is one shot. All I need is one shot. One shot. One shot. All I need is one shot. All I need is one shot. Good everybody, it's your boy Sama V back at it again with a brand new episode of One Shot. And uh today we're gonna be talking to um school music essay and like <laughs> you know there's something I like about this guy because like I can't say he's an artist, yeah, I can't say he's a producer, and again I can't say he's an instrument player because like he's all of the above. So um today I decided to talk to him and ask him like the history behind skill music essay because like he's far let me try calling him let's hope he answers yo bro what's good what's good bro all good how's it going this time Nah, I'm good. Um, you on the show one shot, bro. Um, can you, like, bro, already tell the people about you. Can you please give them more information about you, bro? Okay, basically, my name is Skill Music SA. That's my social media handle and everything, but I preferably go by just Skill. The name Skill stems from when I started making music. Full name is actually Sono Kinetic Ill, but that was a mouthful, so I made it like a semi abbreviation to Skill. Just skill, one of them, not male, not skills, just skill. And basically, I'm a producer, hip hop producer, R&B producer. The piano is classically trained. I make beats. I also make um, other least type of music, so music for radio, TV, and also give information, informative information, which you can find on YouTube. And that's basically skill music SA in a nutshell. Hey, hey, yo, bro. I like how you float through that, bro. Like you float, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to be able to tell who you are, but I kind of waffled on why I'm skilled, huh? Yeah, 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 I see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what time it is? Snippet time! Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Wow, wow, that's so far. <laughs> bro, um, have you been like working on any music or, or something like that, bro? An album or EPs? Oh yes, I've released several albums. I actually released a piano album about a week ago. I tried to release a piano album every quarter because that type of music works well for streaming platforms. People tend to listen when they're using streaming platforms. They don't really listen to your music. They use it <laughs> at the background as the background, you know. Yeah. So background type of music is what I've been trying to go for. Um, in terms of singles, I released a single two months ago. 
it was called He Was. The song was inspired by an unfortunate incident that happened in East London. A graduate, the only graduate in his family, passed away. Um, and he was the first graduate, the oldest, not the oldest son, like the middle son, but he was the, like, the family touted him as the, the like, the person who's going to liberate the family type of thing. But then, unfortunate things happened. So it's a kind of storytelling sad song. Uh, it's not, uh, the story I tell is not exactly 100% the same, but I was inspired by that. So it's inspired by not based on type of thing and then currently i'm working on a beat tape the beat tape will probably be going for free um that will be on my website skillmusicsa.com or you can get it directly from me on whatsapp i haven't decided on a date yet so i can't give you that and then i'm also working on a mini ep i haven't decided exactly what i'll name the ep but i've probably three tracks down i'm probably gonna make a five track ep so yes music is being made that's why we didn't quarantine <laughs> oh so like you got like a, a home studio uh yes yes uh i've been making music for almost 14 no it's definitely it's over 14 years so i've got a studio here with me uh got a drum pad here midi keyboard i've got a microphone i've got a audio interface i have monitor speakers back at home but i'm not at home at the moment uh i've also got two what else do i have well pc obviously <laughs> and then i've got two monitor and two monitoring headphones and earphones so i've got a i've got a studio right now lockup yeah 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 <laughs> and bro um i read somewhere that like you have released an ep in i think 2009 how did it work out for you the first ep i ever did actually was not mine in 2009 i did like three eps with two other artists um basically it was foundation for me to master my my mixing techniques so uh, um my mixing improved from there then i released again trilogy it ended up being a trilogy called the heartache trilogy basically i was influenced like i was heavily influenced by kanye west so the you know the hard 808s hard auto tune and not conventional sounding <laughs> distortion sound that's how that went um but actually that was when i first got my radio my first radio spins was from that first ep hey. the mix was horrible but <laughs> <laughs> the mix was not so great comparing it to mix now it wasn't so great but it was good enough for radio um and then i also i finished the trilogy in like 2013 or so and then i went to the states i wrote another ep called jumped on the plane and wrote this ep hey. um that one also got quite a success actually i got that played in the uk i was playlisted in uk playlist in the states playlisted at home uh, where else was i playlisted? i was playlisted in germany that was probably my most successful body of work hey. and it was 100 <laughs> mine that was 100 mine the marketing was like the marketing was social media was just picking <laughs> Yo, bro, can, you, can you please repeat that because like we didn't get that not good hey bro my connection, my connection. yeah yeah what's up what's up what's up you back yeah, yeah i'm back um can you please repeat the part about the marketing oh yeah marketing was really good back then social media was picking up hashtags were not as used as much and like social like instagram in particular wasn't linked to facebook as much because facebook is very they've got a system algorithm that changes depending on what's being abused it feels like if people start abusing a certain aspect of the platform they change it and they weren't really focused 
like there was organic growth was still a thing with business accounts back then so your posts you'll be able to see them easier so that's why in terms of marketing it wasn't as much of okay i have to pay as much you know so i had a hashtag that i ran out i was running i had three hashtags that i was owning i had a i had a song called i like chicken and then i had a i had a marketing like there was a lot of marketing based on that one song on the EP called I Like Chicken. So I used the hashtag, I got a lot of friends involved and they basically were like, it was videos of them eating chicken, <laughs> just different types of chickens. So they would use the hashtag, like thinking of it now, if I were to use the same concept and apply it on the TikTok type of vibe, it would hey. also probably work just as well. Um, and then I also had, but the lead single actually was I Feel It from there. That one was the one on radio, but the one that's had the most longevity is probably I like chicken because people are still streaming I like chicken versus <laughs> I feel it. It's weird. It's totally weird. Like you don't know what will actually stick. <laughs> and then uh, 2016, that was jumping the plane. Yeah, I haven't released a body of work since then, but I have been releasing singles because people are always hungry for content. So you kind of yeah. gotta keep consistent, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and bro, I also read that um you've been playing piano since like a young age. Can you please tell us a story about that, bro? I've been playing piano since I was like five, ten, six. Wow. So I've been classically trained piano. My parents moved from, uh, I'm from East London. They moved from Amalina and they moved on to like Geekin Bay. And my neighbor was a piano teacher. So at a young age, I would literally just sit close to the wall or sit on the wall. Eventually, I ended up sitting and watching him across from the, the wall. And then I'd watch him play the whole time. Creepily enough, but that's what I would do. And then eventually, Ma was like, okay, this has been going on for too long for us to not kind of... The guy is clearly interested. So then... Um, my older brother, Blackmas, he sent me, we went together, but he was sent by a mother to start like learning how to play. And then I, that was a story. It was like in 1999, 19, December 13th or something like that, roughly there. It was the day before my mom's birthday. So yeah, 13th of 1999. So I've been playing since 1999, so 21 years. Of Yo, piano. bruh. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm classically trained. What else is there? Yeah, I play, I've got a diploma in performance in piano, actually. Ooh. It was the first thing I, I got that before my matric year, actually. So <laughs> I, I got the piano diploma before matric. Yeah, something like, some weird thing like that. And then, yeah, and then I moved to Port Elizabeth. I'm actually a mechanical engineer. I studied mechanical engineering. Hey. So quite a, quite a diverse offering that I have. <laughs> Gotta diversify. Can't say one thing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who thought a piano player would like go to engineering, bro? <laughs> yeah, actually, it was. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna do sound engineering, but you know, yeah. uh, African parents just aren't about that fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like convincing them to support you to do uh, sound engineering, it's it's a task in itself, and it's it's actually more it's more where the degree is taught I think I think uh, African parents have a like they value the bachelor degree from an accredited not accredited but like a typical university so UCT UCT um, UPE um, Pana University Vits they want those names so if you're getting anything and it's not from those names it's already like 
it's a it's a huge task and then you're still going to tell them you're doing something not conventional like not accounting not law not engineering like yeah, i think it's too much of a step to expect but then again it worked out it worked out it worked out well i must say but you know i don't know where i would actually be if i had chosen that path yeah. so i had to learn all the sound engineering stuff myself this is tricky that's fine did you probably use like youtube because like yo bro <laughs> youtube helps really bro it helps <laughs> yeah yeah and that's what i'm saying like if you if you talk to someone who studied sound engineering then yeah like it, it feels like they still like they still learn more from youtube sometimes like oh. they learn nitty gritties but like in essence you don't really need to know the nitty gritties i'll tell you personally um i told you i'm classically trained so i also did i did formal theory so i've got and like i've got certificates for theory i think i got grade seven grade seven in theory but i don't use anything past grade three or theory something like that the rest is just to brag that i've done <laughs> you know yeah I, i argue that with all qualifications though like even mechanical engineering i probably don't use anything after my second year of study now that i'm actually working implementing so the first two years are crucial but then afterwards it's like I probably would be using most of this information. It's too specialized. You know? <laughs> yeah. And yo, bro, But, talking about YouTube though. Um I saw you doing YouTube um tutorial videos. Um what what, what are they about, bro? What are they about? Uh, basically, I've got a YouTube channel and the whole thing is figuring out the music the South African music industry. So that's the name of the playlist. If you Google figuring out the SA music industry, you'll probably bump into my playlist first thing at the top. And basically, I figured I've been make by then I was making music for too long and there was so much information that I wasn't aware of and I thought I was fairly aware of. So I thought no let me share as much information as I know and that will kind of inspire me to learn more information. So it was me forcing myself to learn more because I have to, when you're doing anything on social media you have to be consistent. So it was forcing yeah. myself to learn more so I can teach other people more things about what I know and help me learn. So it was like a double edged sword. So in this uh in my figuring out the South African music music industry playlist I've got videos about Samro, Risa Capasso, Sampra. I've got uh, things about currently I'm doing um a series of like a five part series about um releasing music tactics that I've kind of kind of like figured out as I went along um also the nitty gritties of samro I also show people how to exactly fill out forms on the four collecting organizations so the main concept is to try spread information that was more difficult to find out in one channel so instead of having to go to capasso's individual website samro's individual website and then finding the information you want i presented somewhat in an easier way on one channel so that's that's the main objective of my youtube channel at the moment but as time goes i'll probably start putting up beats and the other aspects of my music hustle on the youtube because people want content and they want video <laughs> content yeah so i found that youtube also has the longest um if you put one video from 10 years ago there's a high chance someone today will watch it versus Facebook Facebook information gets lost you will never find any video there unless it's yours and you know exactly where to find it oh. but once and like Instagram is okay Instagram is better but YouTube I think as long as longevity so if I put a video today someone will find it today 
but if they like that video they'll probably end up watching other videos it's oh. not like facebook you go in there you see a video you like and then you're like whatever you scroll down next video so there's more chaos in in facebook in terms of video anyway that's why i was like let me do this on youtube rather also like now i get why like um like the people at youtube be saying um switch on the notification bell or whatever say again now i'm saying um now i get why um those youtubers be saying subscribe and press that notification bell so that that um people can see other videos of them oh yeah i see now bro yes it's it's like youtube works you can it's almost like an it's like a mailing list but not quite if you hit the if you hit the bell it automatically tells you that a new video is up you know oh, okay. on youtube yeah. but if you've got your own mailing list on the side like i've got uh, i've got a whatsapp group where it's just me sending people telling them that okay there's a new video this is what's next so you can you don't necessarily have to have them hit the bell but you have to kind of get the traffic going in the beginning because the algorithms kind of just make everything for you so if you can spike up the views on youtube in like the first two hours then youtube will push out your video more to the people that have watched before you know yeah there's like it's isn't it's like you have to get traffic in if people don't like the video immediately then they're gonna assume like okay just put it there with the rest of his videos but if you can spike up the viewership within the first two hours or so that's not accurate but roughly then your video has a better chance to be seen by the people that have previously been on your YouTube channel. That makes any sense. Oh. <laughs> sure, like the, all, all the platforms have algorithms, so you have to learn a little bit about the algorithm in ter- in, so you can do better on the platform. They don't work the same. So a video on YouTube does a lot better than a video on Facebook, in my case, because I, I kind of figured out the YouTube algorithm the facebook one i have no clue what's happening on facebook <laughs> uh, it's tricky but you learn it as you go you know yeah bro i wish i could do that you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's literally just spend time especially now with lockdown you learn all sorts of funny things you got more time <laughs> like there's there's more time to do things you wouldn't be able to do and this thing won't probably happen again for like the next 10 years or so Oh, so yeah. this time is it's good time to make content to learn about how to get it out to more the most eyes you know <laughs> sure bro um and yeah. bro since like you're like a, a g in music bro i'm like where do you see yourself in the next five years bro uh, where do i see myself musically yeah. <laughs> if you're talking musically the next yeah. five years comfortably living off of the music comfortably uh don't see myself particularly being signed definitely not but if i am to be signed preferably by one of my idols so jay-z or kanye west those two would be somewhere within the circle but it's not a priority the main goal is to have hopefully educated at least 1,000 musicians for them to say scale music sa is the one they taught me to that level secondly to have at least one annual tour in south africa where i go about teaching the same story figuring out the south african music industry because there's a lot of information not everyone has access to and there's not a lot of data still expensive and i assume it will be expensive for the next five years in south africa anyway (laughs) so being able to get the information to people in a way that doesn't require data in a cheaper way 
So that's why a conference, a biannual once a year type of conference where I do a tour teaching this information with people that know more, obviously. There's a lot of people that know a lot more in depth than I do. So that will be the third goal. We'll see if it happens. And then the fourth one is to have at least been placed on one major movie. At least one. But if I don't have one by then, then I must just stop doing the whole publishing thing. But I, like, I have to have one major one. Yeah, bro. Have you thought about writing a book or some? Because you said um you wanna teach, but then using something that does not require data. I've thought about it. It's just um I've got a good friend. Uh, wait, Silas Beats. I work a lot with Silas Beats, and um that's what he he's currently working on that. So what I am doing is the video version, and then collaborate like working together. We can offer. Like I can offer a visual book, he would offer and uh, just the book. But South Africans in general don't like reading. <laughs> but South Africans don't have lots of data, so they can't. They, you can give them the video, but they won't be able to download the video. You give them the book, they won't read the book. <laughs> so you have to have an audio book, which yeah. is like it's higher dotted in the book. Less. Totally less effort than a book, but less data than a video. So you have to kind of get a happy ground. What like people struggle with a ten like a ten minute message, you know? Because I was on a, I was on a I was on a voice note. I was not a voice note. I was on a webinar yesterday, and the guy sent a twenty minute explaining entertainment law. But people left after like. I, I was I listened to the whole thing, but people started leaving by the sixth minute because they they saw the voice note. It's like it's tricky. It's tricky. So you have to get a a happy medium. I honestly don't enjoy reading much either, to be fair, unless I'm really into what I'm reading. But audio books I do do. So I have thought of long short answer. Yes, I've thought about the book, but I would be working with some. I will be working with Silas Beats to fulfill that need, most likely. <laughs> Alright, sure, bro. Um, bro, on the show, um, okay, the name of the show is called One Shot, ne? So what happens is wait, it's called One Shot, yeah. Yeah, One Shot. So what happens is yeah. every time when we get to like the end of the show, I have to ask you like the One Shot question, cause yeah, the okay. question the question comes with the scenario. So like I have, I'm gonna ans- like I have like I have to ask you after the scenario. <laughs> so it goes like this, bro. Mm-hmm. The scenario goes like this. There were two people robbing a bank. Afterwards, they were chased by the police, obviously. So they took off the disguise, but somehow the police were still following them. Then they did a sharp turn so that they can throw two bags of money out the window without the police seeing them. After they got arrested, they called one of their homies to like to go grab the bags and get away with them. So during that time of them calling the homie, you you, you walked past that um two money bags. Would you take it? That's the one shot question. Would you take it? No. Why is the connection so bad? Bro. Hi, what's up? You there? Yeah. Yeah. Say I lost you, the connection messed up. Uh when you said during the time with a homie. Oh yeah. That's when the that's the last thing I heard. Yeah, I said um 
they called the homie to go get the two bags of cash that they threw out of the yes. window. So during yeah. that time, them um, calling that homie, you walked past those money bags. Mm-hmm. Would you take it? Yes or no? That's the one-shot question there. I wouldn't take it for myself, no. What did you do, bro? Because, uh, like, the question is, if you ever uh, had one shot, would you take it? So why, bro? No, I wouldn't take it. Sorry? I would not take it. Why not, bro? Because, like, it's given. You won't find cash laying around the next day or 10 years from now. The thing is, I I honestly believe if you're going to get money quickly, you'll lose it probably even quicker. Oh... If you're gonna get it, whatever you get, if you're gonna get it quickly, you'll probably like there's 90% chance you're gonna lose it just as quick. You only <laughs> really appreciate whatever you, whatever you only appreciate whatever you have if you've worked hard for it in anything actually. Hey. In general. So I would not take it. And it's like if I randomly see money, it's like it's like a joke. I'll I'll be like, nah, I'm done. Just leave. <laughs> Alright, sure, bro. Um, bro, please tell your fans where they can find you, like social media, you your YouTube channel name, okay. all that. Okay, you can find me everywhere. Skill Music SA. I am on Facebook, Skill Music SA. Instagram, Skill Music SA. I'm on YouTube, Skill Music SA. If that doesn't work, try figuring out the SA music industry. And I'm um, everywhere. Twitter, Skill Music SA. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon, Skill Music SA. If you're looking for me, just type Skill Music SA, and the first page you'll see is most 100% gonna be me. Skill Music SA. <laughs> Yo, bro, thank you for giving us time to talk to you, bro. I know you would have been in the studio making fires always, bro. And I actually have in the studio right now. So <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> yeah, thank you, bro, for like for making for giving us time to talk to you. And again, um, you know, stay home, stay sanitized, so that we can fight this Rona, bro. <laughs> And yeah, yeah thank thanks you, a lot bro. to you too. Thanks for the opportunity to have me on your one shot podcast. Thank you, bro. Bye, bro. Stay safe. Peace. Hey, cheers. cheers. Peace. Yo, there we have it, everybody. Skill music essay. Yo, bro. <laughs> you know, this guy's on some other level ish, bro. I thank you all for making it this far. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And remember, stay home, stay safe, stay quarantined, stay sanitized so that we can fight this coronavirus. Um, yeah. <laughs> Peace.